Good morning. You're listening to FloridaLeague.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Jason McSwain, the president of the NFA, which we'll get to in a minute, and also the president of McSwain's Carpets and Floors in Cincinnati with 10 stores. Jason, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I know it's a long day. Thanks for spending time with me. You've been leading a meeting for a whole day. Let's start with house business in Cincinnati. Uh, business is, is ahead of our um, expectations at retail. We really, last year with people's needs, COVID-wise, was just a banner year for us in our history. And so we planned a little bit less and, and we're right at last year's run rate. So we're, we're pleased. So does that mean you're up over 21 or, or, or holding on? We're holding on. But that's the highest high water mark for us. And so we budgeted a lower number. We're, we're pleased with where it is. One of the questions I'm curious about, because we've been through this whole now year of the Stainmaster thing, talk about how that settled out and is the carpet business recovered from that? Yeah, for us, our, our brand attracts soft surface. And so we didn't see a, a drop in and we track that each month to find which stores are soft surface versus hard surface. And uh, and even some of the large size orders that we track, we realize you know that is the same in soft surface as well. We tend to sell better quality products. And so the price increases have, have not uh, hindered that. Um, and you get a good square footage. It ends up being a good good project for us. We prefer soft surface. We're, we're in and out in a day. Customer's happy and a little more efficient than the multi-day hard surface installs. I noticed on your website that you do a lot of shop at home. How's that going? Well, it's a challenge in in a traditional retailer of getting that mindset different that uh, many customers, um, especially through COVID, have found their, their even their high-end dining might bring things to go or, or allow you to bring it home. And, and so if that customer's preferences are changing, we need to make sure that we're flexible and pivoting to, to bring that to their home. And we've had good success with a few salespeople that really have that passion and that's just their full focus. So if you had to just list one big challenge that you're facing right now out there in Cincinnati, what would you say it'd be? Well, it actually came through in our meeting today that one challenge uh, that we have at retail is just the operational changes that took place because of supply chain uh, and and COVID uh, preferences for some uh, to work different schedules, different times. It really has changed in the operational side of how you manage inventory, uh, how you intentionally liquidate inventory, and uh, do you have the intentionality if you drop or move away from a product to finish that out fast versus just let it collect? And, and we're at fault with that. Uh, we heard in the room there's a number of members that have that challenge. And uh, in general, Floors was a great member that stepped up and just shared their discipline of how they make that not a problem. So uh, that would be a challenge today of just last year's success uh, lingering in your warehouse. Well, we've heard many in Dalton say that the, the barn is full. There's plenty of inventory, so I understand what you're saying. Let's move to the membership you just mentioned a second ago. Well, how many members are there now? They're 43? or uh, Yeah, 42 members. Uh, we do a, a checking in with everybody to just understand. Um, you know, we don't share a lot of that, but it was uh, valuable in helping each other realize if you're uh, flat, in our case, and someone that you know's model is real similar and they might be up 20%, you know, some of those numbers because they would have had a very high water mark last year as well. Uh, so that spurs more conversations in the day ahead, a couple of days ahead to to seek that out. So we had some members that were down. Uh, we had members that were up double digit, a number of members that were even. And we went further to look at, well, what are your expenses? Uh, have those been creeping up consistently? Uh, where's your gross profit? Where's your profitability 
just to realize that, hey, those might be areas that your focus needs to be on now more than ever. You can give it away, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. The expenses, <laughs> every category, there was not one member that said their expenses are, are shrinking comparative to gross margin. It, it's a it's a challenge for retailers today. Well, you know, most, I've talked to several since I've been here, and I'm hearing good stuff. I mean, these are the pros. NFA has got the pros. So uh, you said there may be a few flat, a few down. But I'd say in general, wouldn't you say on average uh, most people are still growing? Yeah. Yeah, most people have growth in, in, in shared ways they are making that happen. So that's it's energizing to then get back and be able to augment that into your business in a, in a way that helps your, your salespeople grow and helps your whole business grow. We're at Mackinac Island. You know, the NFA likes to go to some places that people may not go otherwise. Tell me how many people came to this since it's kind of difficult to get here. Yeah, Deb and Mark, the DeGraff's Interiors is in Michigan, and this is an area that beautiful once you're here and it's tree line wise uh it's not technically the end of the summer um but it's just a a place to conduct business in a slowed down pace and we had the same turnout uh, with our vendors and our members that we uh, do at every every meeting so it wasn't a deterrent so what what is it on roughly 20 250 people or how many yeah it's usually 220 to 250 is the number all right, uh, let's talk about a couple of the highlights of the meeting today. One is you elected a new president, and you've been doing this for four years now, so congratulations on a good term that you've done here. Tell, tell us who the officers are starting next year. Yeah, we have a good rhythm. We elect board members every year. At large members uh, last year, next year, and uh, officers are elected this year. So uh, Ian Newton, the Florin 101, be the president for the next two years with the NFA, and David Chambers uh, with Nebraska Furniture Mart will be the vice president. Uh, for the NFA. Uh, then Jessica Arscott will be our secretary and Jason Wagoner uh, will be the treasurer. So just a fun mix of members that have been involved in committees. The group overall felt very good about that process and how that worked out today. All right. Well, you should get a gold star for being the president through COVID. <laughs> well, that was not, it wasn't a playbook, but none of us had that. So it was a lot of fun. We had a good group. Uh, Lisa and, and Kathy just do an excellent job uh, administering our group and um, had a lot of fun, and we'll we'll continue to uh, see the NFA um, prosper in the future. I should point out, most people know the NFA does does not have a whole slew of employees. You have one person that kind of coordinates everything, and then a halftime person that does the meetings, right? That's true. Uh, Lisa Browning and uh, and Kathy, they're in a great partnership, the way they work, and it's just fun to see these uh, gatherings come together. Let's talk. You had a guest speaker today. You had Pete Dauche comes to talk. Do you mind just highlighting a few of the points he was making? Uh, absolutely. Our theme today was information that, that provides and gives you a competitive advantage. One of our uh, mission statement, and Pete brought what might the next four years be in how LVT, where is its position? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? Uh, where is the quality measurements? Are you more demanding as a retailer when that quality starts to have co- corners cut? And what are ways that you can prevent that. He's always been a champion of, of maintaining the, the value, the price, innovation, the race to the bottom in the laminate world 15 years ago is not something that is worth repeating. So that was well taken. Yeah, I've heard him say profit's not a dirty word, right? No, no, it's an essential <laughs> word. Uh, you want to do things in your business. Yeah. You got to be got to be profitable but you've got to compete you're out there in the marketplace and you've got floor and decor there and you've got home centers there so you still have to have some discipline around that don't you yeah you do and 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 be aware of what products they bring to market and if it's lower price point products based on taking certain ingredients out of 
LVPs, then you're probably going to have more claim issues, which are starting to surface, and those aren't necessarily out of the the better made materials. Anything else come out of today's meeting that's worth repeating? Jessica Zimmerman with AHF and Steve Stakos, they helped outline the direction, the future with AHF and Armstrong and the other 13 brands that they have as a stable and and just where our group can be a part of that and and leverage and and understand even their drive in the commercial. And uh, we have a number of members that have commercial as their mix. So that was valuable as well. And your next meeting is another place that might be a little more difficult to get to, but it's in an island in the Caribbean, right? That is true. In the spring, April, we'll have a meeting together out in St. Kitts. Well, Jason, it's great to be with you. Thanks for spending time with the listeners. Again, have been talking to Jason McSwain, the president of NFA and the president of McSwain Carpets and Floors in Cincinnati. And you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloridaLA.net.